Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Jacob Majid, the Times of Israel's U.S. correspondent. Jacob, a very good afternoon to you, and thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Jacob, so we're looking at updates on the hostage crisis in Gaza and what efforts are being made for, okay, so let's open up the discussion. What's the latest on the hostage crisis in Gaza? Sure. So I can tell you there are quite a few countries trying to do their part to see the release of these. We're talking about 199 hostages. The vast, vast majority of them are Israeli. Okay, so Jacob, sorry to cut you short. Can can I come in there? It's 199 as it stands. That number uh, did exist already this morning. Does it still stand at 199 confirmed? Sorry to uh, to, uh, interrupt you. Yes, that's the number we're still talking about. Okay. And sorry, you were saying now a number of countries. Uh, sorry, I, I, I can carry on. I, I interrupted you there. Sure. Sure. So, um, but the main country that's kind of the most relevant in this, in this talk, uh, is Qatar, mm-hmm. which hosts a Hamas political bureau. And they've been leading negotiations right now to try to get some of these hostages released. The tricky part is that Israel is not so interested in holding some sort of negotiation or trading prisoners that it has in its jails. Um, what I reported yesterday, speaking with a senior diplomatic official involved in these, directly involved in these efforts, is that Hamas initially proposed that Israel release the female and teenage prisoners that it has right. in its jails, right. and that Hamas would release in exchange 36 of the female and child um, hostages that it's currently holding in Gaza. Um, what's tricky about this whole additional tricky part about this whole effort is that it's not just Hamas that's holding hostages, but the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, right. you could say a rival or fellow other um, terror faction in the Gaza Strip right. that's also holding 30 hostages. Okay. So, and they're likely to be less willing to to negotiate because they're seen as even more extremists than Hamas, even though after this past week's attack, I don't know what the difference you could really say in terms of extremism. Right. But there's really a lot of different moving parts here. Israel quickly rejected this effort, uh, this proposal. Didn't even really entertain it, made it clear that they're not doing that right now until the war is over. Mm -hmm. Um, But according to the senior diplomatic official I spoke with, Hamas is still considering releasing some of the female, child, and and elderly hostages, just given in this understanding among some in the group that this – they're still trying to deny that they ever even targeted civilians, let alone took them hostages, which is complete fallacy. Right. Um, but the, given the, the overwhelming evidence against that, I think they're recognizing that this is um, legitimizing Israel's uh, response, given the, the, the amount of hostages and the kinds of hostages that they're holding, including IDF soldiers, which I think right. the IDF or Israel's trying to keep that a little bit on the down low, but it has acknowledged okay. that, they, those that, that, that among the hostages are soldiers, which are even going to be a more difficult part. Um, right. The last thing I'll just say is that Hamas... Hamas um, has said itself that it's not interested in even negotiating about the hostages that are soldiers right now. Um, so those, that's going to be a separate negotiation if it ever even takes place. Right. Um, but the diplomatic official I did speak with said that he is somewhat hopeful um, and optimistic that Hamas might release some of the hostages in the coming days, That's that they're moving in that direction. He didn't want to give a firm commitment, but that's what he felt um, is a possibility right now. What about the relatives? Have you been in touch with any of them, the relatives now in, in Israel, regarding their loved ones being held in Gaza? Yeah, I have. Um, I'm not going to speak to specific cases because some of them have no, of course not. privacy. But, right. I, but um, it's really just, I think, there was an op-ed in New York Times from from one of the hostages mother who just talked about being everyone's worst nightmare yes um her situation 
Um, and uh, I, I think that aptly describes what they're feeling right now. They're trying to get um, some support from the Israeli government, and there's mm-hmm. actually been a quite a big deal of frustration with the Netanyahu government, first for not even reaching out to the hostages' families, that right. President Biden spoke to them for 90 minutes before Netanyahu even considered doing that. Um, and then once uh, there was a lot of uh, criticism over this on Friday night that he wasn't even speaking with the hostage families, and he had a rushed primetime address that Israelis thought was going to be to give them some major update on the war and all he did was just reiterate the same things and say oh by the way I, I spoke with some of the families of the people who were killed not even the hostages right. since then he's he's appointed uh, this Gal Hirsch to be this liaison to the families and they've and they've notified and spoke with some of them but I think there's a lot of frustration there's even accusations that uh, Netanyahu's people tried to embed this family that's not really related to the hostages into the meeting with families from the hostages to try to divide between the two of them um, there's a lot of anger amongst the hostage families um, toward the, the Netanyahu government right now. Mm, one can understand. Uh, sorry, Jacob, just going back to the hostages, the composition of the hostages. Okay, we spoke about conditions being laid about women and children. But what is the uh, mm-hmm. proportion in terms of women, children, and men? Okay, you did mention also soldiers. The majority of the hostages, what do they com- compile of at the moment? I don't have exact numbers. Okay. Um, the, what I can say is the vast majority are civilians. The vast, vast, vast majority are civilians, okay. despite uh, Hamas claims otherwise. Mm-hmm. And um, foreigners, uh, confirmed a uh, foreign account? What are we looking at there? Say it again. Oh, in terms of foreigners. Uh, yeah, I, expats, I think there's so a, to speak. about, what are we about looking a dozen, at I think I saw. I don't want to... Don't quote me on the exact number, but I think no, we're sure. talking about a dozen that were Thai Thai nationals who were working in some of the kibbutzim um, along the border, especially in Beiri. Indeed. Um, I spoke with someone there who said all of our Thais have been impacted by this. That's how he referred to them. Um, I think that quite a few of them uh, are, and there's also Arab Israelis who are believed to be among those unaccounted for, at least. Arab Israelis, um, I think too, really no one, no, one, no, one, no one was spared, um, and I think uh, it's quite shocking that the... The scope of this attack. Indeed. Jacob, we're going to have to leave it there. We've just about run out of time. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon just to give us some background as to what is transpiring uh, in that part of the world, that war-torn part of the world, regarding the hostage crisis in Gaza and uh, these valiant efforts that are being made by various leaders around the world and, of course, internally to try and get them out as soon as possible. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has vowed to the families that they will be returned to their families as soon as possible and as is necessary. We just pray for that, that they are returned soon and that this uh, evil war can just end as soon as possible.